Are business owners that set goals more successful? Stay tuned because in this episode, you're going to find out. Presented by Advertise Mint. The Duke of Digital will guide you through the rapidly changing landscape of digital marketing, social media, and how to grow your business online. To submit a question for the show, text 323-821-2044 or visit dukeofdigital.com. If you need an expert to fix your ads, the friendly team at Advertise Mint is ready to help. Visit advertisement, that's M-I-N-T, dot com, or call 844-236-4686 to grow your business. Here's your host, Brian Miet. All right, we have a special treat today. I'm joined by Peter Jumrukowski. Perfect. Oh, did I get it? <laughs> yeah, ah, nice. Job, man. I love it. I love it. Um, you are an author. You've written The Goal Book. Uh, which is available. You can find it online uh, on Amazon. Uh, it's a it's a bestseller. Or I, I I've got it, so I know it's got to be. There's got to be a lot of other people out there. Um, you are the host of the I Love Success podcast, uh, which I just found out just crossed the 150 episode milestone, or it's getting there. It's about to come out. Crossed it. Oh man, yeah. that's that's awesome. Um, well, it is fantastic to have you on the show. Um, tell me, I, I want to know for the listeners, tell us a little bit more about yourself. I know you also have, um, you know, there's some uh, world medalist uh, in karate. Like, give us the background on you and, uh, and, and tell us a little bit more. Cool. So kind of the quick story, I'm this chubby, bullied kid who found uh, his sacred place in karate. My father was my sensei. So I didn't have any friends, but I had karate. And in, in the dojo, it's like everybody's equal. If you do the work, you have the gi, you work hard, and you get results. So I had a lot of time to spend there and also a lot of pain because once I started competing, I wasn't that good, so I started losing. Uh, but somewhere along the way, I was like, I'm going to keep doing this and keep doing it. And I became pretty good at that, which gave me confidence. You know, when you have confidence as a person, life is a little bit better. That's why I encourage everybody to work on something, to try to be a little bit good at something. And uh, that's going to give you a little bit more confidence, which is going to improve your life in a way. And so that's kind of the short story. After my career as an athlete, I wanted to give back to other people. So I wrote a couple of books. I'm here sharing because I love seeing other people, you know, evolve, especially people that are just like me, that kind of chubby kid or like bullied kid who didn't have everything to succeed. But I want to give them the tools to show that it is possible. See, I love that. And you, you went on to become a world medalist. Which is, you know, because you, you start out with, oh, I was, you know, a little kid and I wasn't very good. But that journey took you to where you were in the world championships, um, which is incredible. So I think what I wanted to do with kind of today's episode is walk through the process of do business owners, whether this is, you know, a Fortune 500 CEO or someone that's just trying to start their first business. Is it important for them to set goals? Do they need to set goals? Are people who set goals more successful in life? Um, and so I know it's, it's a big question, but I, you know, walk us through kind of what was, because you wrote the book on goals. So like, what was the inspiration for starting out with that? Like, what took you from 
you know, competing in world championships to I need to help share with other people how critical goal setting is. Yeah. So, I mean, if you, there's a saying, right? If you, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Yeah. And uh, I, I truly believe that. So your core values in life are important. And I think for me, one of those things is to have a direction in my life. And when I don't know the direction, to at least find something to hold on to what is going to be the next step. So 2012, I got, uh, I became a world medalist after 20 plus years of training. One day, everything aligned for me, uh, which was amazing. Uh, so I was this happy guy. I was in Sydney, Australia, drinking. There's a beer called Blonde, which is pretty <laughs> amazing. I had, I remember the day after we were on Manly Beach, uh, yeah, which sure. is a, like an amazing beach for people who haven't been there. Had this like really, that burger have never tasted so good and that <laughs> beer, oh, it was amazing. And uh, then I got back to Sweden at the time. Uh, like two or three weeks after, I think it was December 19, there was like a conference call. I worked um, in sales for a company and we were sold marketing. So I was doing good, but the product I was selling didn't do that good. They're like, hey, um, we, you guys don't have a job. <laughs> Basically, I got fired a couple of days before Christmas. So kind of imagine like being on the top of the world, like literally basically, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then like get, getting fired from your job. So it was such a big leap from being this yeah. happy person to like, oh fuck, what am I gonna do now with my life? I knew I weren't supposed to be there all my life. I wanted to share, I wanted to help people. So I was like, yeah, what am I gonna do now? And I wanted to help people So I said, yeah, I'm gonna write a book because I wanna do lectures, I wanna speak and, and, and share my journey about goals. And uh, if I have a book, I looked at other like good speakers and everybody had a book. I was like, people are gonna think I'm smart if I've written yeah, a book. Yeah. So that was kind of the story. I decided to write a book in 40 days. I didn't know anybody at the time who had written a book. So I just Google how long is a book? And Google gave me this brilliant answer. 100 pages in Times New Roman size 12 is going to be a book of about 160 pages. And for everybody who has the gold book, it, you'll see that it's 161 pages. So Google was fairly <laughs> accurate on that. So I was like 100 pages, didn't have a job, had this amazing library right where I lived. I'm gonna go there every day for 40 days and write between two to three pages a day. Because I, I thought I, something that I really enjoy in my life, something that I'm good at, I can at least write two to three pages. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna take that next day. Next step. So every day I went to the library, I bought a cappuccino, double shot espresso. I sat at the same table every day for 40 days. I didn't tell anybody about this book. Wrote, when I was done, I left. Some days it was like two hours, some days like they kicked me out of the library. And that was kind of the process to show that I, something that I've never done in my life, if you follow the process that I write about in the book, it do work. Now you wrote, you wrote 40 days every day, every day you went and you just, and even if there were days where you weren't feeling super inspirational or having, you would still write as much as you could yeah. and then walk out and come back the next day. So you showed up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the, that's the thing in my life. I've never been talented in anything, but one thing that I learned from martial arts and from my father is that show up. 
even when you don't want to show up because that's when things gonna change and you don't have to have you don't have to do this crazy big or long procedure for anything just do something like people go to the gym for three hours and like i don't have time fuck that you can do like 10 20 push-ups every day and i promise you you're going to be better off than the guy going to the gym for three hours at once a month yep yep you know it's uh this is from like a personal story but when i moved to los angeles i wanted to get into entertainment marketing and i didn't have a job and i would send out resumes and just couldn't get phone calls back. I mean, it's a difficult industry to get into. Um, and I was trying any door I could and uh, it would just been a couple of months and just didn't have a lot of opportunities. But I remember, you know, during that time, which for me felt horrible, right? I've got no job, no money, um, you know, just trying to find any sort of way, you know, any sort of odd job that could get me by a little bit more, I would take it. Um, but I would when my schedule was open, I would dress up like I was going into an office and I would go into Barnes and Nobles. And I would sit there with a laptop or, and if I had nothing to work on or no resumes to send out, I would get a book off the shelf and read it. And I think that's where a lot of the things about goals came into my life um, and, and realizing how critical it was. And even when I had nothing, I was like, man, I've got to show up. I want to get work. So I need to act like a person that had work would um, and show up. And, and sure enough, you know, things eventually did work out uh in that area but it's just it's crazy because a lot of other people have been like well I'll just wait until a door opens and i was like i'm gonna go and work to get a door to open yeah i i agree with you and like even if you're you have this amazing business idea and you're gonna start like calling all your prospective clients and nothing happens you're still gonna learn you're mm -hmm. gonna practice and then this like a lot of my best opportunities in life had just come by chance. But I truly believe it was because I did all this work and universe in some fucking way just kind of say, hey, this guy is doing the work. Yep. Let's open a door for him, even if he didn't knock on exactly that door, but he knocked on 300 fucking other yeah, doors. Yeah, all for way. sure. So um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to curse. You, on this, yeah, <laughs> let it out, sure. So, yeah. I mean, I've heard uh, the quote, it's like, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Um, and it is one of those things that, you know, you hear maybe if you haven't achieved success yet and it sounds like, oh, this is great. Like one day doors are going to open, but it really is just putting in the time. I, I think in Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, autobiography, he was like, people ask me, were you genetically better than everyone else? And what was going on? He's like, no, I have a brother. He doesn't have a body like me. He's like, I was in the gym. I did reps, reps, reps more than anyone else. Like I was there working out harder and trying is like, I wanted to be, you know, the biggest. And it was just, I had to show up and I did more bicep curls than anyone else that was in the gym. Um, and he's like, and that's what led me to, uh, to become the world champion, which I just, I always found fascinating is, is just the process of you've got to show up and you've got to start you know, doing the work and, and putting and get moving. And that's, yeah. that's what I would say. Like you said, show up. Mine is, you know, kind of like get moving. You've got to, do some sort of action to move you towards the point that you want to go to. So let, let's take a step back, which is to get to that point. Yeah. A lot of people are, un, you know, they don't know. And I would say from the friends that I have in my world, the thing that I hear from them commonly is, well, I just want to be a millionaire. 
Like they know that they want a lot of money. And I'm like, well, how are you going to do that? And like, I have absolutely no idea, but I want a lot of money. And I'm like, well, that's, it's a start, but what's the reason or what are you good at or what do you enjoy doing? And so it's just funny that a lot of times the, the feedback I'll get is just money, money is going to solve all my problems. And that's my goal. And I'm like, I don't know, let, let's take it back to what do you really want in life and, and to go from there. So let's run through this. Does every business owner need to set goals? Yes, 100%. But just to kind of piggyback on what you said, like working hard and showing up is important, but also to work in the right way. And when you don't know that, you need to Google that, you need to be around people that can tell you what to do and like kind of learn so you don't just do the wrong things, which is not good either. Like, because we're living in this like hustle environment, it's not always the, the biggest hustler that wins, right? Yep. Uh, so I just wanted to, to kind of clarify that because so, a lot of people are like, yeah, I'm, I'm working so hard every day. It's not all about that. Sometimes it's Thanksgiving, you're gonna be with your family and that's gonna make you better at work instead of just pounding the phones on Thanksgiving, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, but setting goals, truly believe it's important to have a direction in life. And I know, like you said, a lot of people just wanna make money and just ask yourself, like, what is going to change in your life, especially in your personality and who you act and show up just because you have money? Just ask yourself that question. Because I think you might have a nicer apartment, a nicer car, nicer dinner, nicer um, traveling, all of that. But what's going to change with you as a person that's going to improve your life when you have this money? Yeah. Because nothing unless you do the work will we'll change yeah. yeah yeah oh man it's um what i think is is fascinating is there is like some guidelines for setting goals and you know a lot of people it's just it's surprising because it's been something that you know i guess has been in my life for a while that you know i would hear in either research or studies or other motivational speakers be like yeah you need to write down your goals you know you need to to be able to follow these guidelines um and, and you know, that's the way to do it. And so I always was like, yeah, sure, why not? Like, what does it hurt? There's no harm for me to write down my goals or to, to put them out there. Like, hey, let's see what happens. And I think we were, we were chatting quickly before this started. And I was like, if I look back at the goals I've written down, it blows my mind because I would say 70 to 80% of them are achieved, which is crazy. To, and I'm like, well, I, you know, there's a bunch that I don't get. And a lot of times, you know, we can talk about that. Um, but what's fascinating is, is, you know, I lay out this blueprint of where do I want to go? And usually looking back, I'm like, man, I, I went exactly where I pointed. I was like, I want to go in that direction. And there it is. And I wanted to go over there. And then that happened. Um, you know, so I, it's just fascinating to me. You know, I've heard there is, um, I think in your book, you talk about smart goals. Yeah, as, yeah, SMART is a great model. I have a model that I've even simplified that oh, I can I share it. with yes, you. Oh, I love it. Yes, please. And it's, it's very simple. And that's like I've based my whole life and goal settings on this. It's just three things. The first thing, decide what you want to do. Not what your mom wants to do, what society wants to do, what you really want to do and what is going to get you by doing that yep. not only money like who who are you going to be how is how is it going to taste feel and be this person yeah once you decide what you're going to do the next step is and you and write it down uh, so write it down is crucial like everything i've written down 
it's amazing. It, in, in, just like you, it, in some amazing way, even if I forget to look at that goal, yeah. which happens sometimes, and then I just find that, shit, I was moving in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. And that is because it's we can lie to anybody, but lying to yourself with a piece of, with a pen and paper, I was working with this national team and I had them write down, they were going to the world championship. I had them write down their name and world champion next to it. And everybody was like shaking. I can't do that. I can't do that. Because once you do that, it's like, hey, now it's on. There's no more excuses. I'm not going to lie to myself. And I think that's the power of writing down your goals. Yeah. And I've seen, like, I've had more than 150 of guests, which is like Olympians, UFC champs, like, like crazy successful people. And almost everybody write down their goals. Yeah. So decide what you want. Write it down. Number two is make a plan. Make a plan. What are you going to do on a daily basis to achieve your goal? So I always ask the people that I'm talking to, if you have like 10, if you are passionate about something, do you have 10, 15 minutes every day to put into that? No matter how busy you are, like how many businesses you have, how many kids, like how many wives <laughs> or whatever <Yeah>. it might be, <laughs> you can at least put 10, 15 minutes a day just taking one or two or three steps. Mm -hmm. You just say, if you can take three small steps every day towards your goal, just imagine in one year, like just imagine you here and like thousand steps, like how further away are you going to be? Yeah. And then ask yourself if you do that for 10 years, like for example, with my podcast, I'm, I'm gonna stick around, I'm gonna do this. So that's why I move the needle and people are like, that's so cool what you do. No, it's not fucking cool. It's just like one step at a time. Yeah. You can do it too. Yep. So don't make me uh, someone that I'm not. I'm just a regular person and you can be that person too. Just do it. If you don't know how to how to do it, Google it, ask somebody. People are helpful. Oh, you know? Such great advice. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that, you know, it's it seems daunting sometimes when, you know, if take Mount Everest, yeah. right? you're like people climb Mount Everest. If you took a random person, you're like, hey, and they're like, I wanna climb Mount Everest, it seems a million miles away, right? Like it, there's so many steps that need to get there. And you know, for me, I'm always like, so take the first step. Like it's, what's the, what harm? What, which direction is it pointed? And start packing your bags, start figuring out how much plane tickets are. Like those are the steps that need to go there, which I think goes back to kind of the, what, what do you want? Um, or deciding what you want. When I've always described that to people, I tell them it's the notebook principle. Because in the notebook, there's a part where the guy is talking to the girl and he's like, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? And I was like, that's exactly it. Like they make yeah. memes out of it. And I was like, that really is, you need, you know, Ryan Gosling to say yeah. that to you uh, in a, you know, in a boat or in the rain, uh, you know, what do you want? And that's, that's <laughs> where, yeah, I think it, when it really comes out from the person, it's not, you're right, it's not parents, it's not a relative, it's not friends. You are deciding this is the path I wanna go on. It's empowering and I think it's it's what begins to set what would be your North Star. Yeah. Um, and I mean, most people want a lot of things. I want a lot of things, but mm -hmm. just choose one thing. Decide what you want, make a plan, and then do it. It's not harder than that. Those are the three steps that- no, Wait, now you said one and two, what was yeah. the third one? Do it. Oh, do, do it. it. Yeah, so it's oh, not harder action, than that, yeah. you know, just take action. And that's where people like kind of drop off. Like we're talking about that this the day after Thanksgiving and we're sitting here like 8 a.m. recording a podcast. That's what I call doing it. Mm 
Mm-hmm. You know, because why are we here? Because we want to move the needle. We want to help people. Yep. And for that sake, it's worth going to bed like an hour earlier, yep. going up uh, early today to come out here, uh, because that is going what, what is going to distinguish us. And why are we doing it? Because we have a why. It makes us happy to help others. We're going to grow our businesses. We're going to grow our lives. We're going to help more people. Yeah. Now, this brings me to my next question, which would be, you know, what happens when you fail or miss a goal? And I mean, a great example of this, we were chatting before the show started, um, is that you were like, hey, I thought you had all the podcasting equipment like a while ago. Did you do that? And I never did. I, I bought a bunch of, you know, microphones and got ready to go and something sidetracked me and I had a goal to start a podcast and it took me a couple years before I started it again. Um, and all of that, I look back and I'm like, ah, oh, I wasted, I missed all those opportunities. I'm a failure. I didn't do it right. Oh, I should have done it. Um, and it just was circumstances beyond my control that I was like, I need to put that back. And I got back to where I eventually wanted to be. It just took some time, but that isn't necessarily, a, a lot of people would view that as a failure. And I was like, no, it was a, a detour. It was a detour. I knew where I wanted to go and I kept trying to, um, you know, yeah, it was still in the back of my mind and the minute things could realign, I was back on track in the direction I want to do it. So walk us through, what is your advice for when someone misses a goal or fails a goal? Maybe they know what they want, they're going after it, they're taking action and they it doesn't happen. I mean, first of all, I just want to say, just by having a dream, I love you for that, you know? that that's amazing that you want to create something even if you stop right there that's cool because if you don't have anything that you're that's important in your life find something it's not about like achieving all this amazing success and creating all these things it's about taking small steps and being kind to yourself you know things could happen that's okay i know you're afraid of going after it because maybe you only have uh, zero customers or like you'll put all this energy in and your relatives gonna laugh at you because it's fear of failure if you can strip that away and kind of realize that we're all gonna die fairly soon you'll you'll kind of know that like why am i trying to live up to all other people's expectations yeah. like by having a podcast it must be the number one podcast or if i'm starting a business it's mu- must be perfect like Perfection will crush success. Yeah. You know, please just take a step and and realize that you are loved and your performance is not your life value. You're already worthy. You're already amazing. What you do is just a bonus. Oh man. So it's that's beautiful. Um, you know, I just I know that, you know, a lot of times in the online world. You know, there's a lot of noise out there and a lot of people yelling on here's how to do it and look i've got my lambo or i've got my private jet and this is what needs to happen and i know all the things that you don't know because maybe i have more stuff than you um and i mean a good example of that i love grant cardone i i like i watch a lot of his videos and he's got great advice um but a lot of his stuff is built around 10x whatever you're doing you should grow at 10x and i just know that 10x every year you know, to some extent is by definition impossible for most people. So by following that, at some point, you're going to get to a place where you're like, you know, maybe I only grew 8x, 
does that mean like you're necessarily a failure, but I think it goes back to the principle of, you know, happiness and really, and I think the goals that you set should be aligned in terms of, you know, one, you want to grow, you want to do better at business, but you also need to do what makes you happy at the end of the day. And I, I think I see a lot of people put that secondary for success um, and their life can become out of balance and then they become unhappy. What, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, first of all, ask yourself, what's the end game? Like, why am I doing this? So like, I remember the first time I became a national champion in karate, I was 18 years old. And what happened was that I, I made it to the finals and in the finals, my opponent couldn't compete because he was injured. So I became a, a national champion without winning the final. Mm. Uh, who cares? I cared a lot. Yeah. It made me feel like a fraud. It made me feel like I'm not good enough. So the whole year leading up to the national championships, I was like, I need to defend this. I need to defend this. And it made me train very hard. It made me like become better, but it made me miserable, you wow. know? So it was the worst thing ever. And I was young, I didn't know what to do. And I eventually won the next year. And instead of being like, yes, I was like, wow. you know, you don't want to live a life with like, yeah, you want to live a life with yes, even if you don't win, if you put everything you could at that moment, that's okay. Like, don't be that like, I just made it. So what, what I think and believe is imp important with goals is just a way to kind of set you on a target. It doesn't mean that you have to accomplish that goal because you can change and you can like reprogram yourself, but you need to be able to say, I'm going to do everything to achieve this from what I can and what's important for my values. And then whatever happens, we'll take it from there. Oh, I'd, I'd love that. Um, you walk, I guess, you know, is it important, you know, also in, in, you know, there's business goals in a personal kind of setting, you know, a lot of times business goals is I want to you know, get a raise or climb the ladder or move further up in, in terms of personal goals. Would you have any advice or recommendations for people that are, you know, just trying to be like, I want to you know, eat healthier or spend more time with my family. I mean, a lot of times the elements in life that, you know, would be, keep people balanced, which could be, you know, health or, you know, spirituality or family or relationships or you know, work or money. A lot of those are opposing forces, which means when you put more time into business, it has to come from somewhere, less time from family, less time from, you know, relationships. You know, how does that transpire into, setting goals for personal life? Like, should you set goals that try to be balanced? Should you go to become, I mean, be, and I would say this because you at some point in your life set goals and went after and became you know, a, a world champion. Uh, and that's awesome. You know, during those times, was everything perfectly balanced or was there other things that took a second, you know, second seat to going after this one thing and what would be your advice for people out there that maybe struggle with wanting to be, start a huge company, but wanting to be a, a great parent. So, so for when you grow something, you need to put like a lot of attention. I believe life comes in seasons. You just need to know when to back out of that. So like 
I trained so, so hard for a long time of my life, but actually leading up to the, the world championships, I trained hard, but I made time for others. I think I had like one or two beers the day before the competition. And before in my life, I would like, that's gonna make me not perform. But now I be believe that that blonde beer actually made me perform better <laughs> because I kind of relaxed. I was like, I've done everything I can. It's not about, I can't force myself to become a world medalist. Mm -hmm. I can't, you can't force anything. You can only like show up and do the best you can. And then life will show you where you're at in this moment. So it's important. Some parts of your life, you might have to focus on the business side just don't lose your family just because you're doing that. Talk to them. And if it doesn't work out, take it in a slower pace because look at the end game. Like, why are you doing this? If you're never enjoying like the fruits of your labor because you're always on to the next thing. Yeah. And listen, I was always on to the next thing, which means you're never fucking present and you're not enjoying the things that you're there for in the first place, yeah. right? Because you, you have this fear. Like I remember like when when you walk into a dojo sometimes, like I believe every time I put on my gi and the black belt, I have to represent something, right? And everybody knows that this guy is really good, which if you have it in the wrong mindset, it could stop you because you're always like uh, cautious in life. Yeah. Or you can say, hey, this is how I show up. I fucking fail just like you. I bleed too. It's okay. Yeah. And then you do the best you can. Is there ever a time when people can set too many goals that you think they get into the process of planning forever and ever and ever without, you know, the third step that you had was take action. But, you know, do you ever see people that become so detail oriented um, with trying to set every goal and know when everything's going to happen that it becomes too much? Yeah, I'm like that sometimes. I want this perfect plan. And, yeah. and then I'm like, then I can't do it. Just like, for example, sometimes when I want to buy a camera for my podcast, I'm starting like doing all this research. I want the best camera, mm -hmm. but that doesn't matter. They're all good, yeah. right? Yeah. For what I, for my purpose, they're all good. Just go and buy something and move on to the next episode because that's going to help you share. So I'm a victim of that too. Plan, but take action. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be perfect. That's why we see like... Uh, a lot of times I was an, uh, like this guy who couldn't talk to girls when I was younger, bad confidence, low self-esteem. So I was always like, when I was out, I saw this girl that I wanted to talk to. And until I planned some other dude that they couldn't like, they were not me, but they just did it. And they like took their number or they went on a date or because they did it. So yeah. sometimes like don't overthink, don't over plan because they, the person that actually takes action is going to win in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's remarkable to, to see how, you know, sometimes you can build up in your mind, how scary doing something could be. Um, and a lot of times, you know, setting a big goal, you know, is scary and especially telling other people or putting it out there where you're like, I'm going to do this because if you don't make it, people are like, Oh, look, you failed or things like that. Or, you know, even still, it's just a matter of, you know, feeling like you let others down. Uh, it could could be along those lines. So I just I know that so much goes into you know goal setting and and it's critical. And, and to some extent, the worst that can happen if you don't make it is 
you get you get a no or it doesn't work and you can try again you learn something you learn something there's knowledge yeah and i think it always goes back to like my self-worth why are we afraid of failing because if we think we're worse as human beings if we're not achieving the success yeah. and that's why i'm trying to help you i know it's not easy i'm, I'm in the same position but know that you are already worthy you know, uh, there are people loving you, so start giving yourself love and understand, even if you become everything you ever wanted, if you don't change the way you think about yourself, it's gonna be the same. Yeah. You're gonna be the same fucking person. So it's all about knowing like, hey, I'm gonna go after this, but even if everybody laugh at me when I'm naked, like, for example, for me, I, I, I've been like, my, had my ass kicked in front of so many people and, that hurts but now i realize it's not because i'm a bad person yeah. it, i just wasn't good enough in that specific field at that day mm -hmm. and i can improve that yeah but i'm already worthy uh, I, I think that's so such a beautiful wisdom um to share because at the end of the day i mean you set goals to try to achieve more you set goals to grow um as a person you set goals to achieve the life that you want but to some extent even before all of that begins, it's okay who you are and it's okay where you are and it's okay what you've done. Um, and I know you people have expectations or other people in your life may have expectations for you, but ultimately like you are valuable before you've even started. Um, and that's just a, a wonderful thing to, to remember that no matter where you go or what you do, you are an incredible person. Um, and you don't want to be perfect. I, like I, I always said, perfect is boring, human is beautiful. And like some of my best moments in my life has been when I failed miserably because people have reached out to me and like mm -hmm. given me a hug and a hand and helped me take that step to the next level. So it's okay to realize that you can't always be super successful. I wish you the best. And if you go, if you don't give up and keep pushing forward, you yeah. will reach there. But you have to be able to understand that it life goes in seasons. And maybe it's time for you to learn the lesson and see who's really in my corner when things are not that amazing. And who who can whose corner can I be when they need me? And how is that gonna elevate my life? Yeah. And theirs. Now you mentioned something earlier or a quote that you had, which is you don't like being first. You're like, I, I, it's always in a bad place to be number one. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Like your methodology behind that? Cause you were saying when you're in that, it, it gets you in the, the bad mind place or I forget yeah, exactly okay, what you yeah. said. Uh, a little bit misunderstanding. So what, what I believe, for example, I had Kenny Florian, the UFC fighter on my podcast, okay. and he's been like a three time title contender, which means he's been the second best in the world for a long time, but he wasn't number one. And uh, so I was just asking him and talking to him, like, what's your opinion about that? And he's, he said, yeah, I really wanted to be number one. So it does hurt. But what I've seen in my life, I aim to be number one but it's not always the best to be number one from a happiness perspective. Ah, uh -huh, got it, okay. So, so I, I want to encourage you that are listening, if you really wanna be number one, know that you need to pay the price for being number one. For me in my life, it's not right now, it's not that important that I'm number one. For me, it's important that I 
live a happy life, that I make an impact, that I, in every interaction with people that I meet, that I can give something to them, that's more important to me than, than, having, than being number one. Do I aim to be number one? Yes, but I'm not gonna sacrifice my family. Uh, I'm not gonna sacrifice my health or my well-being to be number one. If, if I can be number five and have like an amazing relationships with my family, if I can go on this beautiful trips, if I can have time, Brian, to grab a coffee when you need me, yeah. that's gonna be more important for my life when I look back before I die and say, hey, what did you do with your life? And I was around for the people that needed me. I did everything I could. Maybe I was number one, maybe not, but that's totally okay. I did what I could and I did what I thought was the best. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, do you, you know, as we kind of come to a close here, is there any final advice that you would give out to other business owners in regards to setting goals or achieving goals or, you know, just running a business in general? Maybe anything that we didn't touch on already that you're like, these are my final words of wisdom uh, for the listeners. Yeah, work on yourself. And, um, the first advice I would do, just, just kind of go to a spot where you can relax and kind of like close your eyes and visualize yourself having the business of your dream. And just see who is that person that is running that business? Like, how is he treating other people? How is, where is he going on vacation? What is he eating or she? Uh, how is your, like, which gym do you go to? What are you doing in your life that is an amazing human being and work on that. And I promise you the business will flourish. Oh, I love that. Peter, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, for anyone else that's listening, you can check out his podcast. I love success podcast, get his book, the goal book. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Duke of digital podcast with Brian Meert. Want to network with other business owners? Join our exclusive group at facebook.com slash groups slash Duke of Digital. Fancy the Duke? Leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app and you could be mentioned on the show. The Duke of Digital was produced by Advertise Mint and recorded in Hollywood, California. All rights reserved.